When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcasts and pitchers.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today's September 29th. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do, especially this late in the season. And we're going to talk about yesterday. Michael Lorenzen went five innings, zero and run three. It's three walks and eight strikeouts. You love to see it against the Athletics. He has one more start to go and he gets them again. I think he just do it. Uh, he should go 100 plus pitches. I mean, at least he did here. Uh, he has a chance for the win, quality start, all of those things. His changeup was good. His four seamer was good. It all worked out. Uh, it, it's uh, it, it's not really something that is super exciting to me. The cutter and the slider sometimes work in there for strikes. I think you have kind of like Jameson Tyone. I mean, if you have Jameson Tyone going against the Athletics, you want to do it. Bryce Wilson against the Reds. Eight innings, zero runs, three hits, one walk, six Ks. Guys, it's Bryce Wilson. Please don't do this. Changeup was earned just 50% strikes. His velocity was down. He gets the Reds. Uh, in this one, he does well. He gets the Cardinals next. Absolutely not. Brandon Woodruff is going to ace another double-digit strikeout game. Amazing stuff. Ace is going to ace for Julio Urias. Cher- <laughs> Cherry Bomb City for Rich Hill. Six innings, zero runs, five hits, one walk, nine strikeouts. I don't think it's enough for me to start him against the Rays. Is what he wrote in the SP Roundup. I agree with myself. Shocking. But seriously, um, I think he has those one good starts and then he goes four innings, four and runs or something like that and it drives you crazy. Joe Musgrove against the Dodgers. He came through. I didn't really have much faith in this one. I will say it's eight base runners in five innings, but zero in runs and eight strikeouts, no win. Uh, the shoulder fatigue still may be affecting him as he did have uh, four walks here. Uh, but he does get the Dodgers, sorry, the Giants next. That should be good to go. Uh, we have Sean Kelly going uh, after John Babria in the uh, the Rocky Road start. I am butchering this one. He did well. He got the win. And it's fine. But you don't want to trust us moving forward for Sean Helly. Um, you have Jelly. Helly. I don't... I, I, I want to get that right. Uh, Justin Verlander against the Diamondbacks. Ace is going to ace. He has a 1-8 ERA this year. And that's absolutely insane. Tristan McKenzie against the Rays. Six innings, one run, three. It's one walk and six strikeouts. He keeps rolling. His slider was way better than I normally see. Nine for 13 strikes, but also along the edges. They're not floated up as I normally see. It's kind of wonderful. Um, 12 whiffs on his four-seam was pretty cool, too. You keep starting him, obviously. George Kirby, he did well against the Texas Rangers. Six innings, one run, five hits, one walk, four Ks. Only had four whiffs on his four-seamer, and his secondaries were not very good. But he gets the Tigers next, so we're all happy there. Josiah Gray got Atlanta. Six innings, one run, two hit, two walk, and two Ks. Uh, it's not really like him to only go two strikeouts in six innings. He didn't have a good curveball. He had a good slider. I'm not going for this against the Mets at all. Hayden Wisniewski was a dart throw for some against the Phillies. It did come through for the most part. Five innings, one to run, three strikeouts. Eight base runners, not ideal, but he did get the win. Now he does get the Reds, and I'm cool with that one. Curveball's really good. It is in Cincinnati, Cincinnati, not 
uh, Sincity <laughs> instead of Insider Wrigley, but uh, yeah, I think that's cool with me. I uh, probably, yeah, it's a probable start for me. Um, Jacob Rizzi against the Nationals did not pan out. 3.2 innings, one run four hits, three walks, zero strikeouts, 68 pitches, one whiff on 68th round. Yeah, they might not even go with Jacob Rizzi moving forward. They might go with Kyle Muller, for example. Uh, something to think about with Jacob Rizzi. You should not be chasing this now. Jose Quintana against Milwaukee came through. Great to see that. And he gets Pittsburgh Glass. Obviously, you're doing it. Tyler Glasnow went 50 pitches in three innings. It looked like Tyler Glasnow. Uh, he does likely get 60 to 65 next. I imagine the Rays want to push him up to 80 for the playoffs. So getting him to 60, 65 would be that transition. I I don't know if that's enough. I'd say kind of I'm training him like I did Luis Severino and Zach Wheeler um, when he came back from the IL, and then I expected around the same amount of pitches. So I guess at the top of the third tier, um, if you want to say probable start, fine. But but yeah, uh, Will Vest opened for the Tigers, and yep, it was a full-on bullpen game. Zach Gallen did well against the Astros Cubs because, of course, he did. He did well in cores and Dodgers. Like, it doesn't matter who he faces. Ace is going to ace, seven innings, two and run, six, it's one walk in six games. No win, but yeah, you love it. Jesus Lazardo came through against the Mets, six innings, two and runs, four, it's two walks and six strikeouts, 46% CSW on the changeup is great, 75% strike rate as well on it. The curve wasn't there, but this is good enough for me to, uh, to keep starting Lazardo, who's going to be in the probable start against Atlanta next. Daniel Lynch um, against the Tigers. Uh, six innings, two and runs, five hits, one walk, four Ks. I'm glad it came through for Daniel Lynch. I didn't have any faith that this would. I'm glad it worked. He threw more changes and sliders, which is very weird. Um, I'm not going to go after him against the Guardians. Jose Arania against the Giants. I'm glad it worked out if you did it. Five innings of two and runs. Eight base runners. We've seen this a lot today. Eight base runners in five innings. Uh, six strikeouts. You don't want to do this. Uh, Martin Perez is not looking like his old self, even though it was seven innings, three runs, five hits, three walks, and three Ks. I really think he got away with this one. Uh, I do not want to do this against the Yankees next. Garrett Cole, come on, you're so close. 6.1 innings, three runs, three hits, one walk, four Ks. He's just right there. He let another long ball, and he only fanned four. But you got to keep doing it. You, come on, come on, Garrett Cole, we need you. One more, just one more, just great start to take us into the sunset. Luis Sessa against Pittsburgh came through six innings of three and runs for a poor quality start. Again, eight base runners, two strikeouts. I don't want to go for this against the Cubs unless you're really desperate. Uh, Tywin Walker against the Marlins. 20 whiffs for a gallows pole, yet three and runs in five innings and eight base runners. Eight Ks, though. I, I think he got some bad wa- uh, bad luck in this one. He gets Natty Light. You're definitely starting him there. Uh, you have Dean Kramer against the Red Sox, five innings, three and runs, six is two, four walks in two cases. He did not pitch that well. Two, uh, two home runs allowed. Uh, it was not the thing. Actually, maybe it was just one home run. I know it was that cutter inside that hooked around the pole. Um, you don't want to go for this against the Houston Astros. Josh Winder against the White Sox, 4.2 innings of three and runs, but he did have six Ks and six base runners. There's a chance that he does go five plus frames against the White Sox and does okay. I'm not going to go for that. Adrian Martinez, yeah, we didn't want to do this. 4.2 innings, 3 runs, 5 at 0 walks, 4Ks. Yeah, we're just not doing it. Uh, maybe next year, but not now. Mitch White, absolutely not against the Yankees. Uh, Aaron Nola had a golden goal. 20 whiffs, 40% CSW against the Cubs. 6 innings, 4 runs, 5 at 0 walks, 8Ks. He had a rough 4th inning, and that's it. A 3-run shot 
inside of that four-run frame. Really unfortunate luck for Aaron Nola. But, I mean, he's obviously pitching out of his mind. And Johnny Cueto against the Twins. 5.2 innings, 600 runs, 10 hits, one walk. 7 Ks, though. As he did put a lot of heaters at the top of the zone. Cutters there, too, coming inside to, uh, to lefties. So the magic isn't completely gone. Um, it's possible he does well against the Twins next time. I don't think I want to do it, though. I, I mean, his line was worse than how he performed. But I, I, I just think it's just not enough to chase. All right, looking forward to today, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. Because it is Thursday, and that's what we do. Uh, we've got Shoei Otani, Carlos Rodon, Andrew Heaney, Jeffrey Springs, John Gray in that auto start tier. It's the Guardians and Manners for Springs and Gray. I think you still do it. This is exactly the same, by the way, uh, from yesterday, if you listened to yesterday's podcast. So you can skip ahead if you'd like. Braxton Garrett is our stream pick of the day against the Brewers. You have Lucas Giolito against the Twins, Marco Gonzalez and Cal Quantrill on the rest of the probable start tier. I don't really love these, but imagine if you have them. You're going to start them. You have Eric Lauer against the Miami Marlins. He went about 65 pitches last time. It should be closer to 80. It's the Marlins. You feel like that should be good, but then again, it's Eric Lauer. And do we actually like Eric Lauer? I don't really know if we do. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, Ranger Suarez, Cole Irvin are all kind of similar in this Toby tier of the Royals, Cubs, and Angels, respectively. I don't really like relying on them because they faced weak offenses before and not come through. I hope for their sakes that they do. And Javier Assad is also here at the very bottom. If he has his cutter working, that should be okay. But I don't want to bank on that. You have Nathan Evaldi coming back from the IL. He threw about 57 pitches. I say about. He threw 57 pitches in his rehab start. So probably 65 to 70 against the Orioles. But remember, he wasn't good when he left. When he went on the IL. It was 94 in the fastball. It was looking way worse. I don't want to do this. This is a clear still ill to me. Louis Varland goes against the White Sox. Jonathan Heasley against the Tigers. <sighs> Heasley got trounced by the Tigers before. I don't want to do that. Sean Manaya, Mike Ballman, and Ryan Felder. Manaya is getting the Dodgers. No, thank you. Looking at Friday, you have a lot of auto starts. You have Jacob deGrom, Sandy Alcantara, Corbin Burns, Kling Kershaw, Yu Darvish, Max Fried, Alec Manoa, Logan Gilbert are the top eight here. Very clear. You have Jack Flaherty, Joe Ryan, Merrill Kelly, and Alex Cobb as the bottom four. Flaherty gets the Pirates. His command was a little bit better last time. I'm going for that. Joe Ryan gets the Tigers, absolutely. And Merrill Kelly gets the Giants, while Alex Cobb gets the Arizona Diamondbacks opposite each other. I'd rather favor Kelly. He's just been so consistent. Cobb has done well against the tough opponents lately. He should be fine against the Diamondbacks. In the probable start team, we have Brady Singer against the Guardians. I think that's fine. He is a cherry bomb, but I think you're okay with it. Bailey Falter against the Nationals is our... Stream pick of the day. I know he just did really poorly, but against Atlanta. This is against the Nationals. I think you're all right. Domingo Herman against the Orioles should be all right, too. You have a good curveball there. You have a decent enough changeup in fastball. Winning ball club, all of that stuff. Jose Arquiti against the Rays should be all right. I know he did poorly against the uh, the Angels and then the Athletics. He rebounded last time. I think if you have Jose Arquiti, you're starting him. Questionable starts here is very dicey, as it should be. Drew Rasmussen against the Astros is, I mean, did well against the Jays, but what are we going to see? Zach Plesak is coming back from the IL, but he is essentially stretched out in his rehab start, so he should be good for 80 or so here. And it is a still ill, but it's against Royals. I think if you're desperate for something, which is what this questionable start here is all about, that might work. Graham Ashcraft threw 99 mile per hour cutters last time out in his return from the IL. But it's still Graham Hashcraft that he's against the Cubs. 
Glenn Otto against the Angels, maybe his breakers work, but I don't really want to do that. Johan Aviedo had a really nice start of seven innings last time out, but it was the exception, the clear peak. He's going to come down from that, and now he's against the Cardinals in a much tougher matchup as well. And where are the Cubs doing? Is it Wade Miley? They're saying it's Wade Miley against the Reds. If it is, I mean, it's such a good matchup, but he's hurt, right? What are the Cubs doing? I, just Whatever, just avoid it. Austin Voth, Nick Pavetta lead the do not start here. I think Pavetta just doesn't do enough for the clear floor here. And Austin Voth, uh, he had a good start last time, but the Yankees are heating up. It's just far too risky. And everyone else, Davis Martin, Drew Hutchinson, Kim Waldachuk, Eric Fede, Tucker Davidson, and Chad Cool. Um, I would not start as well. Now, keep in mind, I have my ranks that I made on Monday, and I'm going to be referencing those um, for the for the next, uh, for tomorrow, sorry, for Saturday and Sunday. I know that some of these are kind of off, um, but I do want to talk about them really quickly, and I'll know quickly also which ones are already changed because of everything that we've talked about the last two days. Okay, so you have Max Scherzer, Dylan Cease, Luis Castillo, Framber Valdez, Nestor Cortez, Nick Lodolo, Jordan Montgomery and Kyle Wright in that top tier. That seems good for me. Kyle Wright is a tough one against the Mets, but Jordan Montgomery gets the, the Pirates and Lodolo against the Cubs. All that stuff. Um, you're still going to do Kyle Wright, I believe. Probable start to Ross Dribbling against the Red Sox. I think that's all right. Shane McClanahan is in the probable start against Houston. There's a part of me that even wants to pull him all the way down to questionable start. We don't know his health. We don't know where he's at. He's a bit rusty. I'm doing it. It's Shane McClanahan. I think you just got to do it. Uh, Aaron Savali threw more curveballs last time, so he's okay with me against the the uh, the Royals. You have Michael Grove against Rocky Road that I'm okay with because he can go five innings of good baseball there. Luis Ortiz against the Cardinals. He's looking great, and I think that's a start you should be going for. Adrian Sampson against the Reds. I would be going for that one too. So these are the days. Those three guys, Grove, Ortiz, Sampson, those are the ones I'd be starting over your Glenn Otto or, or Aviedo on Friday. So make sure you're, being, you, you're doing that. Kyle Gibson just had the greatest start I've ever seen from him. As he goes against the Nationals, should be a lot worse, but still could be very good. Reed Detmers may be going in the right direction against the Rangers. I'm really excited to see where he's at on Saturday. It's the last start of the season for him. And are the Marlins starting Edward Cabrera on Saturday? I don't think that they are. Uh, it looked like he sprained his ankle in the last one. They haven't updated anything here, so maybe... I don't, I'm not going to rely on that. If I have a worker bear, I'm not going to rely on that start. I would imagine he would be limited then too. Questionable start here. You have Dylan Bundy uh, against the Tigers. <sighs> do whatever you want to do. I mean, again, questionable start here is a tier that I, I don't want to start them, right? Jacob Junis against the Diamondbacks. He did well last time, but we'll see. Jordan Lyles gets the Yankees. It's a very risky one, but he did just dominate uh, the, the Tigers. That could work out. Nick Pavetta, um, it's not Nick Pavetta anymore, I know this. <laughs> it is Brian Bayo against the, the Jays. I'm more excited about Brian Bayo um, than I am Nick Pavetta. I likely will not do it because, again, the it's too dangerous, I believe, for your teams. Freddie Peralta and Noah Syndergaard are both going to be starting against really weak opponents. However, they're going to be limited. Freddie Peralta is going to likely piggyback with Aaron Ashby, while Noah Syndergaard has been in relief. So I don't think he's that stretched, off, stretched out against the Nationals. And the do not start here, you have Mike Clevenger, tell Alexander. Clevenger is getting the White Sox. I don't really care. <laughs> Just don't start him. Uh, Alexander, Sears, Anibal Sanchez maybe could work out against the Phillies. Same with Sears. I mean, in Alexander, they've done it. But I don't want to do this stuff. Tommy Henry's going not. Merrill Kelly. Merrill Kelly's going Friday. Henry's going on Saturday. Don't want to do that against the Giants. Chris Bubich, uh, Cole Raggins. 
Kyle Freeland, and whoever Washington starts in that doubleheader. Uh, just not doing these. Um, looking at Sunday, you have Shane Bieber, Robbie Ray, Lance Lynn, Christian Javier, Blake Snell, Zach Wheeler, Logan Webb, Kevin Gosman, Tyler Anderson, Luis Severino, Chris Bassett, Charlie Morton, Pablo Lopez, and Adam Wainwright, all in that top tier. Morton gets the Mets. Bassett's opposite against Atlanta. Bassett's not going on that, on that Wednesday anymore. They changed their whole rotation uh, the Mets have Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, Bassett against the Atlanta, I'm going with it. Same with Morton against the Mets. Those are the really the more questionable ones. Pablo Lopez against the Brewers. I know some are not in on Lopez. Bassett and Morton have a higher ceiling at this moment, and I think you still do it. Um, in the probable start tier, Bailey Ober against the uh, Tigers likely is going to go into the auto start tier, because how can you not after he threw 12 slider whiffs last night, and now it's Detroit. Drew Jameson, everywhere. Go and get him against the Giants. I love it more than all of the starts on Saturday. I think Jameson's legit. Um, I might even want to put him auto start. You got to do that one. Uh, Marcus Stroman against the Reds seems like a very clear one too. He didn't do well against the Pirates, but I think I might just make all of these auto starts. And the only probable starts are Ronzi Contreras against the Cardinals and Michael Walker against Toronto. I don't even know if Michael Walker against Toronto is an auto start or a probable start. That might even be question. Maybe only be Ronzi Contreras against the Cardinals. I uh, oh I said Drew, I said Drew Jameson. I'm sorry, it's Dre Jameson. I apologize. Um, and I. Yeah, Romanzi against the Cardinals. I think I'm going to do that, but you know, we'll see how the Cardinals mess up the other guys Friday, Saturday, if that maybe changes things. Well, Michael Waka has a good changeup. Command isn't as good uh, with recently. We'll see. Uh, Kyle Bradish against the Yankees. Adrian Hauser against Miami. Those are, uh, I could see Bradish going, doing well, but then again, he regressed in the last one. And I might pull him down. I might put Adrian Hauser above now after that start. Um... I don't want to do Adrian Hauser, though. It is Miami, but I don't want to do it. Uh, Jose Suarez against the Rangers? Ugh, I can I understand he's done wellish the past month. Yes, wellish. I don't want to do it. Corey Kluber against the Astros? I don't want to do that. James Caprillion against the Mariners? He did go seven innings against them last time he faced them, but I still don't want to do it. And Zach Greinke against the Guardians? He only had like three or two strikeouts against the Tigers. And Joey Wentz against the Twins, no thanks. Corey, this is a do not start here now. Uh, Corey Abbott against the Phillies, no thanks. Chase Anderson against the Cubs, no thanks. Spencer Howard, no way. And Herman Marquez at Dodgers, absolutely not. But all right, guys, that is going to do it for today. Good luck this week, and I'll be back tomorrow doing the same exact thing just to verify everything I just said. But that's it. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babs be low, and your strikeouts high.